Hello and welcome to AV Plus, your weekly news show of all things integration. My name is Jonathan Blackwood, Editorial Director of Commercial Integrator and My Tech Decisions, and I am your host. Before we get started with this week's episode of AV Plus, a quick word from this week's sponsor, ViewSonic. Seeing is believing with ViewSonic's innovative all-in-one direct view LED displays. With huge screen sizes up to 216 inches, these displays make a sizable impression in any lobby, boardroom or conference room, or large venue, boasting stunning video wall images in full HD resolution. They're easy to set up with only two people in less than two hours, easy to calibrate, easy to maintain, and easy to collaborate and wirelessly share content compared to a customized video wall. With larger-than-life images and simple setup, ViewSonic DirectView LED displays are a cost-effective, all-in-one alternative to traditional video walls. Find out more and see the difference at ViewSonic.com. First up, today's headlines. Women are advancing in STEM industries, but the gender gap remains. Women make up only 28% of the workforce in science, technology, engineering, and math, and men outnumber women majoring in most STEM undergraduate majors, according to a recent survey. Avixa Women's Council Chairwoman Brandi Alvarado is cautiously optimistic about the strides women made in STEM careers in the past 50 years, but knows the work is far from done. I'm happy to see that women have made considerable gains, but we still have much work to do to encourage and attract more young women to seek out careers in STEM, says Alvarado. In my opinion, it needs to start early on in middle school and high school age students. Outreach programs that showcase AV and IT careers are key in enticing young women into this career path. There is no AV 101 course available in college, but building a curriculum and perhaps making it available to tech colleges would be a great opportunity to make additional strides, says Alvarado. A new next-gen TV demo shows how journalists can use technology to fight misinformation. The National Association of Broadcasters has partnered with the EW Scripps Company, IT Consultancy, FinCons Group, and the News Literacy Project to create a demonstration of how news companies can, quote, embrace the interactive content opportunities of next-gen TV to fight misinformation. The demonstration focuses on how local TV newsrooms can utilize next-gen TV, also known as ATSC 3.0, to create dynamic and interactive content on important topics like news literacy, helping to combat one of the biggest problems facing our democracy and the media industry today, misinformation, the NAB announcement says. TVU Media Source features rights cleared pool feed of first Biden address to US Congress. TVU Networks is providing a rights cleared live pool feed and real time clipping service during President Biden's first address to a joint session of Congress on April 28th. The US President's first joint address is typically held in February, but extra planning was involved this year because of the coronavirus pandemic and security concerns. There will be a limited number of lawmakers present during the address because of social distancing requirements and media access will likely be limited, although the House and Senate press galleries have not finalized those decisions as of today. Distance learning is cemented as a long-term piece of the education puzzle. A recent NSCA roundtable discussion during the Almo E4 virtual event highlighted the ways distance learning has gone from a luxury and recruiting tool at colleges and universities to a necessity at all schools from K through 12 to higher ed. For more, here is commercial integrator editor at large, Craig McCormick. 
Distance learning has gone from a recruiting tool for some of the most tech savvy colleges and universities to a necessary piece of every educational institution from kindergarten all the way through that final walk to grab your diploma at your college campus. What's amazing is that transition happened almost instantly as soon as the pandemic began its sweep across the US and around the world last spring. Integrators responded quickly last spring and have continued to perfect their methods as they've gotten more experience installing these distance learning systems. In a recent ALMO E4 Evolution virtual roundtable on distance learning, NSCA's Tom LeBlanc noted that distance learning used to be a cool offering, but over the last year, it's become a mission critical necessity for colleges and universities. LeBlanc said it's been elevated in a really big way in terms of importance to customers and as an opportunity for AV integrators. At the same time, the limitations of distance learning have become exposed and the challenges for integrators have become amplified. Samsung's Thomas Gadbois mentioned that there were a lot of trade schools and higher education institutions that were doing distance learning before the pandemic, but, but there are still plenty of K to 12 schools just doing the basics in terms of their setups right now, even a year later. He says it's all about problem solving and, and thinking about how hybrid and asynchronous learning will continue. Gad boys mentioned that it's about getting rid of the problems that exist and that comes through buy-in by administrators. He mentioned not every classroom can be, can be rebuilt and that, that synchronization of video and audio is something every integrator can work on. For Gad boys, it's about solving those problems with a complete solution. Many of the integrators out there were blindsided by how quickly distance learning took effect after the pandemic and about how big an issue it became. And that came from Trox's Tara Novine. She and her staff have been talking to superintendents and school officials about what they needed and wanted to have a complete distance learning solution put in place. Most of those requests included document cameras and other basics, but many of those gadgets were in short supply right after the pandemic. Uh, those requests have since been fulfilled though. Uh, Naveen mentioned that, that she wanted to make sure that Trox and, and other companies were supporting the school districts because they had a huge burden to bear, as she put it. The pandemic, she said, shed a lot of light on the issue of inequity in, in terms of technology for what students had at home. And, and what was even available to them at school. She said a lot of integrators were in what she called panic mode last year. And now it's about thinking about outcomes and training. These days, it's about helping to create the solution. And many educators have, have to plan both in-person lesson plans and at-home lessons for their students. And they've had to do that for the last year or so. And that, that could continue, says uh, Almo's Rob Voorhees. And he said, the most important thing that integrators and manufacturers and, and distributors, anybody in AV can do is being able to adapt to the trends. So we certainly haven't heard the last of distance learning. And in fact, it, it might just be gaining some momentum right now. It, it's something to certainly keep your eye on. And if you're not involved as an integrator right now in, in that space, you might wanna pursue that. Thank you, Craig. In other news, Solutions Digital Signage Project increases engagement at California Cannabis Dispensary. Solutions, 
Commercial Integrator's 2019 Integrator of the Year, recently completed a digital signage and video wall project at a recreational marijuana dispensary in California. The project included multiple two-by-two video walls and touchscreen kiosks that give the customer information about the variety of products at the dispensary. This project illustrates the opportunity that a growing market could provide for pro AV integrators. Apple releases a new iPad Pro. Apple's new iPad Pro has some really advanced camera features, including a new ultra-wide camera and center stage feature that uses machine learning to pan and keep the user in frame during a video call. The feature will also work with other video conferencing systems, making this another example of where enterprise and consumer tech are meeting to support the hybrid workforce. Vets in Tech Academy offers military veterans another avenue into tech careers. This program will serve as another avenue to entice military veterans to consider a career in AV and other tech. Vets in Tech Academy, quote, raises the bar with focused training, education, and employment, the announcement says. Bringing all training and education services under one umbrella, Vets in Tech Academy broadens veterans' training and employment opportunities. Vets in Tech Academy is made possible through sponsorships from Craig Newmark Philanthropies and DraftKings Tech for Heroes. QuestX acquires Digital Signage Expo from Exponation LLC through bankruptcy deal. QuestX bought the brand and will combine it with other recent acquisitions to try to salvage the show and the brand in this flourishing AV segment. Finally, Commercial Integrator recently profiled CEC, an integration firm that has been around for 75 years and continues to innovate. You can look out for the full article in the May issue of CI, but in the meantime, Commercial Integrator editor Zach Comio brings us more. Thanks, Jonathan. I recently had the pleasure of speaking with several executives from Communications Engineering Company, or CEC, a technology integrator based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. They started about 75 years ago as a Motorola two-way radio shop, and they have morphed into a jack-of-all-trades when it comes to commercial technology. They specialize in AV, IT, fire, security, healthcare communications, and they have established business in several markets, but it's really the company's forward-looking approach to business that sets it apart. They recently rolled out a managed services program for which they won a 2020 Excellence in Business Award from the NSEA. And they operate a very interesting technology steering committee that's tasked with looking at emerging technology and incorporating it into the company's offerings. Here's more from Randy Montelius, the company's vice president of technology on that committee. We've formulated it as a technology solutions committee. And so we take a lot of the uh, subject matter experts or technologists within our organization. And we meet uh, once a month and we review, you know, where do we stand with our current technology partners and where are they going? They certainly can uh, provide us a lot of information, but we also belong to um, a lot of technology industry uh, associations. And with that, we get some uh, some vision as to where, you know, things are going. So we, you know, look at those things and we evaluate those things. We've developed a technology roadmap that always is looking two years out that says, okay, here's a technology that's up and coming. We want to be ready to understand, you know, how it could benefit our customers, when it's going to be ready for market. And then um, more importantly, we want to get it in and test it for our customers. So, um, you know, we've got our technology solutions committee, the TSC, but kind of our home base is what we call Lab 46. Uh, it's our innovation lab. 
And so uh, aptly named after our year of, uh, you know, when we started 1946, so Lab 46. But within this lab, we've installed our, t our different technologies. So we've got, um, you know, uh, five equipment racks that all have the various technologies that we uh, install and support for our customers. We've got fire alarm uh, on the back wall. And what we do there, and, and, and we've got AV in the room, of course. And so we conduct our meetings out of there. We conduct demonstrations out of there. But we take the different systems and we integrate them using our IT staff, using our development team. We integrate systems together so that they interact. So for instance, if we've got a, um, intercom system that has, uh, you know, an emergency button for like a, say, active shooter or some other incident, that button could trigger uh, the access control system to lock down all doors. It could also trigger messaging for the for video displays uh, within the within the school. It could <laughs> initiate a announcement an announcement over the um, public address system. It could also trigger information on the Motorola two-way radio system uh, so that the, um, the um, I forget the, the DSR, the, the uh, uh, security person, police person on the, can on the school site would get that information and would be able to react accordingly to it. So, you know, that for us, you know, <laughs> as a bunch of technologists, when we can tie these things together and make them do things like that, that's what really gets interesting. Back to you, Jonathan. As always, we end this week's episode of AV Plus with an interview. Today's guest is Alan Braun, a longtime figure in the AV industry, especially in terms of digital signage education. We're having Alan on to discuss a new venture from the Digital Signage Federation and the Digital Signage Experts Group. Digital Signage Certification Week will take place from June 22nd to 24th and will involve credentialing and professional development in digital signage and experiential technologies. Before we get to Alan, though, here are some things to look out for on Commercial Integrator. Our profile on Art Media Group, a minority-owned integration firm run by Eugene Ababio and Giovanni Agramonte, is the first in a new series of articles that aim to highlight diversity in the AV industry, as well as give advice for how integration firms can build a diversity strategy. Look out for that in our May print issue. Our distance learning deep dive, also available in our May print issue and available for download on CI's website, discusses the future of K through 12 and higher education distance learning solutions. We also have data from a survey of integrators in our audience about the revenue technology and trends associated with distance learning. On May 5th, DGI is sponsoring a commercial integrator and My Tech Decisions webinar that discusses how real-time virtual reality can be used to streamline the design process for integrators, consultants, architects, and their customers. Attendees can register through the commercial integrator website. Now let's turn to our interview with Alan Braun to discuss more about Digital Signage Certification Week. All right, and we're welcoming on to the AV Plus podcast, uh, industry veteran Alan Braun of Braun Consulting. Alan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, it's an exciting time as we uh, uh, are now getting the benefits of coming out of our uh, long lamented pandemic. So uh, good, good to be seen, good to be heard. Yeah, without a doubt. It's good to see you. It's good to hear you. 
Um, I wanted to invite you on today uh, to talk about a, a new venture. Um, you're very involved in, in digital signage and with the Digital Signage Federation. And uh, the Digital Signage Federation is putting on uh, what is going to be known as Digital Signage Certification Week uh, upcoming uh, in June from the 22nd to the 24th. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came up with the idea for this and, and what was the onus for it? Yeah, I sure can. Uh, it, it actually was kind of a cool concept. Um, we, we all are familiar with the demise of the Digital Signage Expo. And over the, the last decade or more, uh, every year, we uh, participated with our digital signage certification programs at the Digital Signage Expo. Well, with the postponement and then the ultimate demise of the Digital Signage Expo, there was a huge void left. It was absolutely a void. And, and no matter how much we like these um, you know, these video conferences, the, the Zooms, the WebExes, the GoToMeetings, uh, the Teams meetings, whatever it is, still doesn't take the place of a live event. And one of the really special things about the Digital Signage Expo and the Digital Signage Federation participation in that was the live one-on-one -on -one kind of an experience. So we've all suffered kind of separation anxiety, if you will, uh, you know, from, from the, the live event in, in, in a lot of ways. But, but certainly in where digital signage is concerned. So uh, Brian Gorg, who is the executive director of the Digital Signage Federation, and I started talking about it last fall. And we said, what are we going to do? How are we going to address this? So fast forward, and we, we uh, had been having conversations with Avixa. And Avixa is really doing their absolute level best to get more involved in the digital signage community, uh, to kind of take the place of what the Digital Signage Expo was all about. So Brian and I got to talking about it. And we said, well, you know, um, we're not going to have uh, our June event for Infocom, which of course is a VIX's uh, big annual show. We're not going to have that. So what could we do from a DSF and a Digital Signage Experts Group perspective? What can we do to fill in the blanks? And so uh, Brian actually came up with the idea and he said, well, let's do a live webinar. Is it as good as a live in-person event? No, but it comes as close as you can possibly come. And so we came up with a thought with the new relationship between the Digital Signage Federation and Avixa, and we thought about the June time framework, and we thought this would be ideal. So when we get back in the mode of having the June time framework for Infocom, we'll be able to blend in with the Digital Signage Federation and our certification programs uh, in, in, into that kind of a roadmap. So this is our attempt at saying, let's, let's do this live, let's do this person to person, and let's do this in the most meaningful way possible uh, as we come out of this pandemic. Yeah, and as you mentioned, you know, people may be a bit worried about the online aspect of these things, especially when it comes to digital signage and getting certified. So uh, for those wondering, is this a full certification? Is this, you know, the same or at least the same in terms of what they're going to walk away with and what they're going to learn as if it was a live in person? What are integrators that join um, Digital Signage Certification Week going to get out of it? It's actually a good question, um, uh, you know, and, and, and we've known each other for a while and, and I have a, at least somewhat of a reputation in the industry, so I'm not going to throw a lot of flowers at the, uh, at the answer. The answer is, it is, is it as good as a real live in-person one-on-one event? Absolutely not. But is it considerably better than just taking something that's a recording online? You bet it is. So it's somewhere in the middle. 
Now, what makes this special, though, is 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 really cool. I think how we ended up, and by we I mean Brian Gorg with DSF. We uh, work with the people of Vixa, and of course us at Digital Signage Experts Group. We came up with this concept. So instead of doing a full day, we we're breaking this up into three different days. So three three-hour segments. The first segment, the first part of it's going to be the Digital Signage Certified Expert, and it's going to run three days in the morning. And then for the people who are kind of gluttons for punishment and want to get both certifications, we're going to offer the digital content and media expert in the afternoon running over three days. We're going to take regular breaks. It's going to be live so that we can actually take questions and answers. We're going to have networking events after uh, each of the three days. So it's as close to a live event as those of us uh, utilizing modern technology. Uh, it's going to be as close to a live event as we can possibly make it. And then, of course, we're going to record it so the people who do attend uh, will be able to pick back up and say, Oh, okay. Uh, and, and we can go off script. I mean, you and I talk about this all the time. Uh, you and I will start into a conversation and then invariably you and I will get off script because that's kind of the way I am. Uh, and, and, and we do that in a live presentation where you can't do it in a recording presentation. So is it as good as a one-on-one uh, -on -one event? No. Is it really close? We hope to make it that way. Yeah, that that one on one and that back and forth that you guys are going to be enabling is is so beneficial, especially when it comes to training. There are so many specific questions. I know that, you know, a lot of people in our audience are going to either already have these certifications or be well aware of them, but there are plenty of new integration professionals coming in. There are plenty that maybe haven't gotten the training in quite some time and, and could use it. Can you give just an overview of what these certifications are and what integrators will learn from these um, from these courses that you're going to be uh, providing? Well, you, you kind of give me an opportunity to get on my soapbox a little bit. And, and in, the, um, uh, in the spirit of candor, I, I'm going to say this. Um, what made the Digital Signage Expo special was that they gave, the, they gave a home, a place where digital signage uh, professionals could live. And Avixa and Infocom has done a great job over the years at giving a home for the AV integration community to live, but they've never really done a great job in totally embracing digital signage as a, uh, as a medium. And so over the last five years, maybe some might even say 10 years, um, the, the whole situation is involved where the AV integration community is now adopting digital signage more and more. Uh, and now with the um, kind of cooperation and coordination between Avixa and the Digital Signage Federation and the Digital Signage Experts Group, we're now going to give a home for the former uh, digital signage community. The, the interesting thing, and, and I mentioned candor, the interesting thing is digital signage is not like AV. AV, and I have almost 40 years, as you know, in the AV industry, uh, we sell widgets, we sell displays, we sell mounts, we sell remote control systems and things like that. Well, Avixa has recognized the fact that uh, AV is more than selling widgets by the change in their name, the AV Experience Association, but we still haven't totally come full swing to the point where we understand that word experience. Well, digital signage is all about the experience. Do we use some of the widgets that we sell in AV? Sure we do. We sell displays, we sell mounts, we do those things, cables and connectors and networking and all of that, yes. 
but digital signage is really about the message and it's and it's it's outgrown its original retail origins to the point we become a mainstream communication medium and so what this does for people who are involved in the av community it gives them a look uh, the certification programs uh, the educational programs by the way that the dsf has on their website it gives them an idea of what digital signage is all about, going far beyond the widgets and the technologies and going into the dynamics of content, media, uh, behavior modification, experience enhancement. So just like the AV and the IT industries finally converged after, I think I wrote probably 20 articles about that uh, over the turn of the century, um, just as that has, has, has now evolved, uh, the AV and the digital signage industry is truly evolving into the experience. AV components, yes. Digital signage components, yes. But the real focus is the experience. And that's what these certifications uh, provide for somebody. The opportunity to learn the business with the DC uh, DSCE, the digital signage uh, certified expert, and the digital content and media expert, understanding what content really does. That's the benefit for people in the AV industry. And moving forward, what are you hoping that this partnership with Avixa and, and Digital Signage Certification Week, what are you hoping that it turns into, you know, three, five, 10 years down the line? Actually, what I hope for, uh, and, and I'll, I'll get my crystal ball out and, uh, uh, and, and, and polish it for you. Uh, what I'm hoping for is that the AV community has a presence that, that, goes back to the 1920s, 1930s, if you will, um, you know, with doing, um, with doing uh, integration, with doing design, with doing engineering and all of that. And the digital signage community has a reputation of being, you know, network operators and content creators and, and more of the, the, the soft, touchy, feely part of AV is what digital signage is really all about. Again, it's about the message. It's about the objective. Uh, yes, we sell screens and mounts, but that's not the focus of digital signage. So over the next few years, I hope that we can seamlessly blend together the AV community and the digital signage community and I think what's going to happen with this new coordination, this new relationship with the DSF and with DSEG, I think what's going to happen is we're going to provide a new home for the digital signage community and one that we think it's going to be increasingly more comfortable as the years go on. And ultimately, isn't that really what it's all about? We're really trying to expand the concept of integration, design, engineering, and providing the right outcomes for our clients. And that's ultimately what I hope happens over the next three to five years with the Avixa, DSF, and DSEG uh, cooperative ventures that we're planning. Yeah, fantastic. And I, I also know that, you know, for, for those that are looking for continuing education, um, this uh, certification week will provide CTS units as well. It'll provide the certifications uh, through Digital Signage Federation um, and, and uh, the experts group. And I assume anyone who wants to learn more about it or wants to register, uh, head over to the websites to, to do so. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we can post online uh, the, uh, the, the link to register. But if anybody has any questions, uh, by all means, uh, alan at brawnconsulting.com, send me a note or send uh, Brian Gorg at the DSF a note, and we'll be happy to answer any questions that anybody has. 
Well, if, if anyone has any questions about it or is interested in all, I, I highly encourage you to reach out, check it out, register for it. It's going to be a really great week with a lot of great one-to-one -one and, and back and forth education. So um, I won't be attending because I'm not an integrator, but I wish that I could. I highly encourage everyone in the audience to do so. Uh, Alan Braun of Braun Consulting, thank you so much for joining us on AV Plus this week. Thanks much for giving me the opportunity to preach the gospel of digital signage once again. Anytime. Great stuff from Alan there, and we thank him for joining us. As a reminder, Digital Signage Certification Week will take place from June 22nd through the 24th. If you'd like to learn more about any of the stories we discussed today, please make sure to head to commercialintegrator.com where you'll find not only these in-depth stories, but also much more information to help you grow as integrators as well as grow your firms. My name is Jonathan Blackwood, Editorial Director of Commercial Integrator and My Tech Decisions. Thank you for watching AV Plus for the week of April 30th.